Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second part of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Joining me as always, Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield. Guys, we just spent a lot of time talking about Ben Roethlisberger, but one thing that really struck me with Kevin Colbert's comments was or comments he made about Mason Rudolph. Um, some might say that he was just kind of towing the company line, but he really spoke glowing of his, uh, Hey, he's, he's growing as a quarterback. He was very pleased with what he saw in week 17 against Cleveland guys. Is, is this just him blowing smoke or are we legitimately talking about Kevin Colbert suggesting that maybe they have something in Mason Rudolph. And I'm, I'm sure as I say this, the, the live chat's going to literally explode <laughs> because those people do not think that Mason Rudolph has it. And they think that he is literally just another backup quarterback. Brian, how do you view Mason Rudolph after 2020? This is nothing but Mick Jagger. It's lip service. You've got to protect your plan B. Mason Rudolph is probably plan B at quarterback right now because they know something. Kevin Colbert, like we said before, I think he's pushing Ben out the door. He's trying to nudge him. Not because it's Ben, because it's that contract. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. And if they do that, they're probably going a year with Mason Rudolph. And they're they're probably reserved to doing that. So if you think Ben's gone and they're going to go out and trade for Sam Darnold or they're going to do something else, they're going to bring another another guy in. No, they are going to they already know Mason Rudolph's the guy if Ben's not here. And so you've got to start playing that guy up. And saying, hey, we've got something special waiting in the wings. Wink, wink. If uh, Ben's not here, you know, he's really made some strides. You, you know, 
you've got one sample size, one game to really see what kind of strides he's made. You had zero preseason games with this guy. Now, they see a lot in practice, I'm sure, but you've got to do that. You you can't go out and say, well, you know, Mason kind of sucks, but we got him. So, I mean, uh, I guess we'll we'll be good with him if Ben goes. No, you you tell everybody that, hey, this is what's happening, no matter what it is. If, my gosh, if David Schwimmer left the cast of Friends years ago and they were bringing another friend, like the, uh, the cousin uh, to um, Ron, cousin Ron to bring in on Friends, you know, they're going to talk about how great he Coy is. and Vance? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coy and Vance. The, the, the other Duke cousins from the Dukes of Hazards. Great. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, they talked about these guys. They're going to be awesome, and you're going to love them, and no one did, and they brought, up, brought back Luke and Bo. You can't say, well, these guys aren't Tom Wopat and, uh, and the other guy, uh, John Schneider. They're not th- these guys. But they kind of suck, but it's all we got. If you say that, you lose. So, no, you're going to say, Mason's awesome. You you don't know what you've been missing. All right, Dave, what are your thoughts? Um. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just enjoying all the, all the pop culture references and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, I, I think Brian's right. This is a would you this is the first year in a long time i mean ever pretty much with ben roblesberger i mean last year you weren't sure because of the elbow and what happened a year ago kevin colbert comes out and says he might be better with his elbow they have always been ever since he took over as the starter in his rookie year you know from that se- from that off season on that ben's the guy ben's the guy ben's the guy knowing that there's a chance that ben's not going to be the guy you can't just go out and crush the soul of the other guy. You know, you've got to, you've got to make sure you're, you, you know what I'm, does that make sense? If you know what I mean? Absolutely. Okay. Just like, no, nah, not really. You, you've got to, you can't go out there and be like, Hey, we're, we're riding with Ben and, and, you know, and everything else. And of course they want to talk up Mason Rudolph because they know there is a decent chance come week one that that's their starter. That that's their next alternative. I don't know. Um, I do think if anyone's going to know about Mason Rudolph, it's going to be them because he, we know he got every Wednesday practice rep uh, this past year, except for uh, leading into the playoffs because Roethlisberger always had Wednesdays off. And seven Mason Rudolph was the guy, even though he didn't have um, the preseason. I don't know. I don't know. I have another question for you all. And this is something that Colbert, I wrote this article for the website Wednesday, Thursday morning, I'm sorry. And it was basically about how Colbert was asked directly about his contract. And he kind of just deflected. Uh, You know, they said, you're going year to year. And so your contract goes up until after this draft. After the NFL draft is when his contract is either up or it gets renewed. And he was like, well, now's not the time to talk about my contract. This team's not good enough. They only haven't won a playoff game since 2016, yada, yada, yada. And so what are your guys' thoughts on Kevin Colbert? Do you think he comes back? And Brian mentioned this earlier. If he does decide that I'm done, I'm retiring, is it a foregone conclusion that someone like Omar Khan takes over? Or do they actually look outside the uh, organization? Brian, Brian, go ahead. 
Well, if the coaching search um, for any assistant coaches is an indication that, uh, no, they're going Omar Khan. The reason I say that, you know, they did bring a new coach in because you you brought in your quarterback's coach to be your your offensive coordinator. So you've got – you don't have an assistant – really an assistant quarterback's coach that you can't promote because that's what they do. Get rid of your line coach, bring the assistant in. That's what they, they've done a lot of lately. So, you know, I really think that they are uh, – they're looking, they already have Omar Khan's name, the stencil ready to put on the parking lot and for his parking space. They're, they're ready to do that. So does he come back? Uh, he's not here in two years. Um, he might be here one more season, but I think next year we're talking about uh, the promotion of Omar. Okay, Dave, thoughts on Colbert's future and if Omar Khan is the heir apparent? I mean, this is what these guys do. Tomlin deflects talk about his contract all the time. You know, that's just something you don't want to talk about with the media. You don't want to do those things in that way. I'm not looking that much into it. Um, I think Omar Khan is the likely replacement as long as he's still there. So it really depends on how much longer Colbert goes, you know. And I mean, it, it, I, the last I don't want to get burned by this because I, when Mike Munchak left, I said the one thing you don't want to lose do is lose both Mike Munchak and and Sean Surrett because you want to make sure you can keep one of them because people are going to start looking for Surrett for their offensive line coach, and then that didn't turn out too good. So I don't want to I don't want to do the same thing with Omar Khan and just say that he's definitely someone that's there. Um, the Steelers know these things better than we do, but I think he will have a legitimate shot at the position as long as he's still with the Steelers and not pulled away by someone else first. All right. Do we have trivia tonight, Dave? Yeah, I do. I do. Let's do it. Let's do it. You want to early. go ahead and do it? So, yeah. yeah. Hey, I can, can I bring up one thing that we that we, we, we ended the first half and I wanted to say something there? And it, it was the whole notion – just wanted to remind people of, of you had brought up the, how they might want to do contracts differently. Yeah. The more I thought about it, I'm like, they just might want to plan it out that they don't all end at the same time. I, I mentioned that not only did the Steelers have 19 free agents, eight of their top 11 guys, when it comes to their salary cap hit for this year, though, this is including Pouncey and McDonald were coming into their last year. I mean, eight out of the top 11. So you're talking about all those guys going into their last year and all these free agents happening at the same time. It just made for a perfect storm, and you kind of need to time it out better than that in the future. So just wanted to throw that out there. Um, all right, so trivia. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to stump Brian on this at all, but, but we'll see. Um, gentlemen, we lost – We. We lost the legend uh, with since the last show. You guys, you guys know who we lost. We lost one of the captains in Marquise Pouncey. Mm. Um, that uh, he'll be he'll he'll always be remembered as a Steeler. He'll be a great Steeler and everything else. I will still wear my number fifty three jersey with pride. The question is. Who was the last person to wear number 53 before Marquise Pouncey? Ooh. Oh, I think I know. I think I know. How'd you say it? 
Go for it. Was it Clark Hagens? That would be the next to last person. Ah. Is I was, I was going to, I was going to talk about him. I was going to talk about him. So, dang it. Okay. I don't. That's my guess, Brian. It would be Bruce Davis. And that would be correct. Because <laughs> mm. I was going to say, if you needed a hint, I was like, well, if you read my draft, you know, 2008 draft class article today, I didn't say the number. I didn't say what number he wore, but he was one of the people in there. I haven't um, gotten a chance to read that yet. Yeah. Um, linebacker. Um, UCLA. Thir- third round. Yeah. Out of UCLA. One year with the Steelers was only active for like five games. He, um, he just he was a defensive end in college and just didn't really transition well to being an outside linebacker or three four, um, and of course the Steelers had lots of good outside linebackers at the time. But my other question was going to be: I started looking at all these players. I'm like, wow, they're all linebackers. I was only able to find one other player for the Steelers that was just an offensive lineman. And the reason I say that is because, you know, back in the forties, you had guys who were playing offensive line and linebacker, just, you know, the way it worked, but to find someone that was just an offensive lineman that wore the number 53 for the Steelers. Do you have any idea who it is? And if you don't, I have a really good hint for you. I have no idea, but Brian, right. 53 offensive lineman. Uh Uh-huh. I, I'm struggling with it. I'll take the hint. Well, and you, you almost need the hint. He was number 53 as a rookie and then changed his number. Oh, geez. And then how many seasons later? One. Then after five seasons of wearing his new number, changed to yet another number. What was the other number? And I can give you the numbers. He was not, He went from 53 to 74. And then from 74 to 65. And he started in a Super Bowl. I'm going to say Ray Penny. And that would be correct. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I was going to say Dick Shiner, Dick Shiner because I figured Dick Shiner would wear three numbers. He's that kind of guy. But well, I actually, I really wanted to, I really, really wanted to, 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 to frame it up, to ask a question, to get one of the other number 53s because one, the answer to another one would have been dirt Winston. Oh, that's not a bad name. Yeah, that's not a bad name either. That's not Dick Shiner, but war number fifty-three. Did you all? Did you all listen to my let's my the other show that I, I did? did. Talk about did where I the did. guy Bur- has a he actually Dick has Shiner's a Dick Shiner burner account. <laughs> He's ride or die, man. He's a ride, hey, ride or die. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Dick Shiner's uh, burner well, account. He always Ryan, asks very, a question. <laughs> very good. You needed the hint, but very good, very good. I like that. Brian, do you now, have a trivia tonight? No, I don't. I've uh, yeah, go ahead, I not put one together, so I I uh, I'm sorry. I I could come up with something really bizarre real quick, but that's <laughs> I'm no, just trying to get you're... I'm trying to get Jeff less Dick Shiner, more Buzz Nutter. Buzz Nutter is good, but Dick. I mean, we're talking about <laughs> Dick, Dick Shiner. I mean, that is like a legendary name. He's in the I Urban Dictionary, because... so that's awesome. 
Mm-hmm. I think the guy, he follows me on, on Twitter. He always puts a question in the mailbag and stuff from his burner account, Dick Shiner's burner. I think he has a picture of him. Like, where and set, is he 17? 17. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's got a picture of old Dick Shiner there on his uh, avatar, whatever you call it, on Twitter. So there you go. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, hey, every time that guy gets you, we're going to have to say, Jeff, you've just been shinered. <laughs> well there's someone in uh on youtube that has frank webb's uh something yeah <laughs> it's like frank yeah, we, webb's still yeah. alive frank webb's son or... <laughs> oh. oh goodness no, all frank, right frank webb uh, lives it's lives. frank yeah that's it yes, it was, yes. is his name really frank <laughs> <laughs> it's a frank webb theory you I, I, just hey, keep saying it, it enough and eventually <laughs> this is frank shirt <laughs> Frank, yeah, okay. What um, number did Frank Webb wear? Wasn't he forty? Yeah, yeah, hey, Jeff's got one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh! Okay, I uh, want to get your guys' take on something here. This is uh, for the other show that I do that I can't talk about on this show. Um, the uh, or die, I, fin- yeah, that's right. I finished with my heart to heart segment, and I talked about change. Guys, it is a realistic possibility that within the coming years, maybe even after this year, the Steelers could be without Kevin Colbert. Mike Tomlin could be onto his life's work if he wants to retire and step away. If he just wants to play out his current contract, maybe he pulls a Bill Cowher and says, I want to go into TV, which I think he'd be great at, by the way. Or, and then Ben Roethlisberger could be gone. Holy cow, think about that for a second. Think about the massive amount of change that this organization could be undergoing in just the next few years. Um, I, I literally spent a few minutes talking about it, just thinking like that's it's gonna look it would look completely different the way that they do things. I mean, Omar Khan, yeah, he's been with the Steelers forever, but he's gonna want to run things his way. He might do things different. And it's like people expect uh Adrian Clem to do things the way that Sean Surrett did. It's like clearly you've never been in a position where you were sitting there saying if I were in charge, I'd be doing it a whole other way. You know what I mean? So what do you all think about the potential change that could be happening with the Steelers, you know, coming up in the next one, two, three years down the road? Brian, go ahead. I say you roll with it. You, uh, if, if you can get the change in a position where it's not all just rip the bandaid off completely. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of change this year. But if you can get it to where it's gradual and it keeps on going, then you're able to roll with it and you keep things going. The reason I'm saying that is because a lot of people are afraid that as soon as Ben goes, that this is a situation in Pittsburgh where it's going to be a complete rebuild. Does not have to be a complete rebuild if you approach the quarterback situation right whenever he does leave. When everybody leaves, if you approach it right and you just don't say, everybody, leave now. There's 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 a perception right now that because Marquise Pouncey's gone, that David DeCastro is going to say, I'm leaving. And Big Al's going to say, I'm leaving. We think Big Al's leaving anyways because his contract's up. And then Ben's going to leave because Marquise left. But here's the thing about it. Those guys aren't basing their family decisions on the fact that their buddies leaving 
And so a lot of people think about that, that all these guys are going to, there's going to be a mass exodus because one guy goes because you've got to rebuild and change. You can do a rebuild the right way. When it's not a rebuild, it becomes a reload. And I think that's what the Steelers are trying to set themselves up to do. Try to reload this, this gun and keep it going. And they've done a pretty good job in the past of doing that. Good point. Dave, what are your thoughts? I don't do you do you see Tomlin taking off anytime soon? I mean, I, I don't know that I, I do. Well, I look at his family situation. Yeah. Okay. His son Dino is in college playing for the University of Maryland. He's got another son that's getting ready to leave. He is a family man. You just have to wonder if maybe he's going to get to the point where he'd rather go and watch his sons play football hmm. or do whatever he would want to do. And no one thought that Cower was going to leave either. And he said he's just it's 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 time. I feel like with Cower, it was it was the same old message. I've I've always said it for years. Once he won the Super Bowl, he didn't know what to say anymore <laughs> because it would always been the same message. And then he finally won, and it was kind of like, yeah, now what? So you finally catch that carrot, and you don't know what to do. But that I honestly could see. I'm not saying I predict it, but I could see it happening. Well, I mean, Cower. No, you're thinking about when Cower left and what we all thought right away. But then we found out more about why Cower left. Was wife? It, yes. And yeah. that made a lot of sense. It really did. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I just, I, I don't know about Tom. I think he's going to be the one that's here the longest um, out of everyone. Although it's funny that, you know, people, people are going to be up in arms because they're saying, you know, he's the problem. We got to fire Tomlin, blah, blah, blah. But that's, that's just kind of how it goes. I, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how things will work out, but I'm going to, I'm going to, ask you another question okay if you're if you're a coach or a gm or something or like kevin colbert that only is through the draft do you really want to go out on the 2020 season i'm not talking about how things worked out for the steelers i'm just talking about how things were in general or do you think that alone would be you know i want to come back in 2021 and see if we can play in front of fans again I want to be there in 2021. And, you know, even with Ben Roethlisberger, does he want the the the, the strangeness of this last season to be his last one? I mean, yeah. I'm kind of surprised Pouncey decided that. But um, his brother, his twin brother was just kind of waiting for him, if you know what I mean. Um, so do you think that factors in at all? I have a per- – honestly, I'm not going to say this on the air, but I can tell you later I, why I think Pouncey stepped away. It's not really football-related. Um, but with Ben, I even said this on the other show that I do that I can't talk about on this show, which is <laughs> – Hey, I, only one of us says that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I say you're – as the no. podcast producer, I say you say it more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, though, I think that that's, that's going to be why Ben's going to want to come back. Do you really want your last game to be that wild card game? Yeah, you threw for 500. Yeah, you completed (laughs) however many, but it was an empty stadium. You turned it over four times. Your team should have – I mean, my gosh, he only turns it over two, and they probably win, and they they advance on. Do you really want that season to be your last? You you rehab your butt off to come back and play that year, no fans, and then you're done? I think Ben definitely wants – to come back. And I, I don't think that's ever been, I don't think that's a question at all. We didn't say that at the beginning of the show, but we should have, I don't think that Ben wanting to play is even should even be in question. I think he absolutely wants to play, 
but will they want him back at that price point or will he sign an extension to help the team? All those different things. Um, You you have to wonder, you have to wonder how this season. And like you said, Dave, not just with the way that it ended, but just to how crazy it was. If that doesn't have some players saying, I'm not going out like that. Yeah. Brian, what's your take on all that? The only Ben's not going, I've been saying this for weeks. Ben's not going on his own accord. All right. And I'm not talking about a Honda Accord. I'm just saying Ben is not leaving. He wants to stay. He definitely does not want to go anywhere. It's if the Steelers want to keep him. And I, even more, after talking earlier in the show in the first half, I even more think that the Steelers are ready to part ways. They just don't know how to do do it. Ben's the girlfriend that is going to make all the concessions that he can to stay. He's going to do whatever he can to keep you here. You want Taco Tuesday, even on Wednesday? Ben's going to make sure that you have tacos. He's going to do whatever. Let you go play poker with the guys. He's going to do that. He is going to do whatever he can to stick around. Does he want to leave? No. Hey, Dan Marino, he left after a 63-7 to or like debacle in the playoffs. You know, I mean – Really, was it his choice at that point? It could have been. I don't know the. I I don't know exactly everything that went on there in Miami. But I'm saying when the team says it's time for you to go, it's time for you to go. They they already talking about their new girlfriend Mason. They're already talking about that, you know. And Ben's doing everything he can to hold on. So, you know, I I don't think it's really. I feel for Ben in this situation. Guy wants to stay. I just, just don't know if the Steelers want him to stay anymore. See, I, I see Ben as being more of the wife that wants a prenup than I do the person that will let you go play poker with your buddies and stuff. <laughs> but that's just me. He wants a prenuptial agreement about, oh, well, if you do this, I'm going to get that. Um, okay. Um, oh, wait, ahead, now Dave. we need we need so we need Michael Beck. We 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 need the meme, you know, of the of of the guy walking with the girl, but turning back and looking at the uh. other girl. You know, that's that's what we need to describe, you know, that that one. You know, it's the whole thing of, well, I'm my crush is this person, but I'm with this person. Yeah. <laughs> you ever heard I call, of, you ever hear I call say that, that in the 90s? School? Yeah, you call that the 90s. Well, yeah. I, I have said this before, I'll say it again. I, I've predicted this is going to be an absolutely crazy off season. And it already has been. I mean, when you think about the retirement of, of Vance McDonald, you the retirement of Marquise Pouncey, you've got uh, th- this stuff with Roethlisberger is only going to intensify. Dave, is it March 15th that he's due a signing bonus? March 20th. March 20th. Okay, yes, the so they have a little more time than year. I I've heard March 19th, like you could say it's that's the day three if you count the 17th day one. I'm pretty sure it's the 20th. Well, now that they put in the tampering period, I never know if that these numbers start then or if they start when the league year starts. I don't know. I think the tampering period starts on the 15th, and then the 17th is the new league year, which is when all the deals become official. But it's really anticlimactic because all the deals are already done and announced and everything. It's just strange. So, all right, let's finish this out. Uh, Brian, do you have any final thoughts? My final thought is this. You say it's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be even crazier with stuff coming out of left field. Something happened this week for me that came out of left field that no one's really talking way too much about, and it's Juju trying to get J.J. Watt to come 
join his brothers. So when I hear something like that, I'm thinking, well, what's he, what kind of posturing is he doing? You know, so there's not just the Colbert and Ben stuff and Mark, LaShawn Marquise retiring. I had to throw in his real name because I love that <laughs> name, LaShawn. Um, you, you know, th there's so much stuff going on, but there's going to be some real, real crazy woodwork stuff coming out. And that, that might be a little taste of uh, some of the craziness for next week. Who knows? It seems like every week there's just been a bunch of it's it's a bunch of news every week. Dave, what's your final thoughts? My final thoughts. I'm going to say when it comes down to one BTR Benjamin Todd Benjamin eh, Todd Roethlisberger, I don't think it's a lot of the, what you hear with the fans and everything is like, oh Ben's done. He's you know look at what I'm like. This is still the same quarterback that we were praising as the streak started. Although we knew that there were flaws. Yes, it ended badly. And, and things of that nature. I don't think how Ben's season finished up and the Steelers thinking that he's he can't play quarterback anymore is the is nearly the factor of is Ben willing to do what we're going to do with our new offensive system. I think that is more, you know, of the factor. They need Ben to come in and buy into it and endorse it. And and use it with others, and it's got to be with with less of the salary cap hit that he that he has. So, for every, you know, if you're if you're listening to the people out there screaming on social media about about that part of Ben Roethlisberger, that's that's not what it's about with the Steelers. I mean, in, in my opinion, I think it's more about is he the right guy to do the things that they are wanting to do with their new offensive coordinator and different things like that moving forward. I agree. My final thoughts are I, I hope that the Steelers are willing and ready to put an end to this Ben talk one way or the other. Um, get a deal done. Get a two-year extension, a one-year extension, whatever the case may be. Get it done. Free up your space so that you know what you have available to you going into the free agency period. Uh, I, I just think that having this linger on is not going to be good for anyone. And ultimately... It can lead to uh, well, it can lead to a lot of bad stuff. We'll put it that way in terms of the the salary cap and all the things we talked about in the first segment. So, all right, very good, uh, gentlemen. Thank you very much for a good show. Great live chat in there uh, today, tonight on Facebook and on uh, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, please like the show, subscribe. We're over seven thousand subscribers now. We have, I think seven is it seven or six? It's seven, isn't it, guys? It's yes. seven. Okay, yeah. So. Subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on audio and you didn't know we had a YouTube channel, go to youtube.com, search BTSC Steelers Radio. Like and subscribe. We appreciate all that. And wherever you get your uh, podcast, um, make sure you get my Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Dave Stat Geek every Thursday. Michael Beck's live mic on Tuesday mornings, as well as all these afternoon podcasts and more. Search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, follow, and so you don't miss a thing. Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey. Best way to finish it. We'll see you next week on another Steelers preview. Take it easy. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.
Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.